0: Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for
1: 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show from Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. We've had a decent week here at Massive Late Fee. What? Why you... are you laughing? Because I said decent instead of good.
0: Okay.
1: It's been okay. It hasn't been the best in the world. Okay. It is August twenty fourth, nineteen ninety five. That it is. And we're here with some more nine hundred two one zero talk. Carol, why don't you why don't you elucidate, el- eliminate, uh, el- illuminate, illuminate? There you go. No, actually, it's not though.
0: Okay. Illuminate
1: means to light up. Gonna- elucidate.
0: Okay. Okay, uh, Professor. Um, Tell can us. Can you define the word "hallucinate," please? Hallucinate for the class. Yeah.
1: Hallucinate means to hallucinate an illusion. I you said are so. Full of shit. I said elucidate, not o- hallucinate. <laughs> elucidate means to make clear, explain. Okay. Why don't you? Explain and make clear what the plot of this episode of 90210 was. Meeting Mr. Pony. So,
0: the episode starts out with uh, Brenda and Dylan trying to study. Well, (laughs) Brenda's trying to study. Dylan's trying to get laid. Yeah. And, like I said at the time, I really believe that it would solve all of their problems if they just had sex
1: first. If she'd had sex she would have avoided all the trouble <laughs> that happened in this episode. So remember that, teenage girls listening. <laughs> Give it up and you will not get held up at gunpoint.
0: Wow. That's that's quite the public service announcement.
1: <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs>
0: so <clears throat> she decides to go somewhere public and well lit so that he will stop trying to make out with her. And they go to the peach bed hmm She apparently, and I, I hadn't really picked up on this in the past, I don't know if you had, that apparently she is a super, you know, big studying student, like... I guess. I don't know. So, they're acting like she's obsessed with studying for these midterms.
1: Brandon's the one that always seems to get good grades.
0: Don't they both get good
1: grades? I guess. I don't know. She's usually talking about clothes or boys.
0: Yeah. Yeah, It's it's kind of weird, but... She wants to stay and study even more, even though the peach pit is closed. Brandon is taking care of the recycling, mm-hmm. and he asks Dylan to go help him. So Dylan gives her this annoyingly long kiss in front of her brother. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I were Brandon, I would probably have puked.
1: He's showing off.
0: To her brother. Mm-hmm. Ew. Yeah. And he says to her, will you still be here when I get back? What a What a thing to say.
1: I guess. (laughs) It seemed... I didn't really... That didn't strike me as anything other than flirty.
0: Well, I know it was supposed to be flirty and playful, but with what comes next, it's, you know, something else. You think
1: Dylan was part of this? No, I'm just saying it's like... Dylan's father's money's run out. Imagine
0: had it gone worse. Okay. And then, you know, no, she wouldn't still be there when he came back, because she'd be dead.
1: No, she'd be there. Her body would be there. Maybe. That's all Dylan wants. (laughs) Wow. It would have been like, hey, the gunshot wound is above the chest. We're okay.
0: Oh, wow. That's awful. <laughs> anyway, they leave her in the peach pit and it's all dark and closed up. And Andrea comes running back in because she forgot uh, Steve's cliff notes. Yeah. What's up with that, by the way? They're spending a lot of time together. I don't know.
1: They did seem awfully cozy. Yeah. So Steve said, Can I give you a ride, Professor Zuckerberg?
0: <laughs> Zuckerman. He,
1: Zuckerman, yeah. He's got a whole he's got a whole role playing scenario in his head.
0: <laughs> he's gonna earn that, eh? hmm So that shows us the door is not locked. They spend quite a bit of camera time on that. Too.
1: <laughs> they do. It's a very long, indulgent shot of of her just sitting there and slowly pulls back. It shows the cups stacked on the counter. And everything. It's like, we got it. You established the location. Yeah. We know what's going on.
0: She's alone. Door's unlocked. Mm-hmm. Got it. So in walks a dude with a gun. Yeah. She turns around. She's like, what else did you forget, Andrea? But no, no, it is not Andrea. It is a guy who's obviously tweaked out on something.
1: And he's, yeah, he looks very nervous. Mm-hmm. I felt kind of bad for him because this is obviously probably like his first robbery.
0: You felt bad for him?
1: Well, he wants... Money for heroin or something, you know?
0: Probably Coke, but yeah.
1: I guess. Yeah. Or crack. Yeah. But yeah, he's, you know, he was probably at that club that they were at before smoking crack <laughs> right? in a bad neighborhood. And he's looking for money and he's very nervous about this. This is, this is his first armed robbery, I'm guessing. Yeah, maybe. He's got a very long shotgun. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it doesn't seem like the typical I'm going to rob you weapon.
1: He looks like he picked it up from uh, a naked Arnold Schwarzenegger looking for Sarah Connor.
0: (laughs) Doesn't it look like the kind of gun people hunt with? No. No? No, not at all. Oh, okay. I don't
1: know a ton about guns, but to me, no.
0: Hmm. What kind of guns do people usually hunt with?
1: Rifles, hunting rifles.
0: Okay, so shotgun and rifle are very different, got it.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can use a shotgun for certain types of hunting. Okay. bird, You know, bird, different kinds of bird hunting, bird shot.
0: Okay. So, oh, and earlier in this uh, episode, they had established that the cash register sticks because mm-hmm. Nat was having trouble opening it, so Brandon had to hit it just right for him.
1: Yeah, what great foreshadowing.
0: Right. So he uh, tells her, don't scream and you won't get hurt. Mm-hmm. And then he tells her to open the cash register. Well, she's struggling to do that. So he, he's breaking things with the shotgun and like yelling at her, intimidating her and stuff. And then he, he's like, you want me to do it? Like he was going to shoot the register and probably her too. She managed to get it open. And he tells her to lay down and count out loud. Oh, and before, no, before he tells her to lay down, he looks at her and says, you're, you're kind of cute.
1: Oh, Yeah. I I I don't understand why he's like I'm gonna stick around for a while.
0: Well, like I said, I'm pretty sure he was high.
1: I guess, but the what was he was he on Euphoria? He wanted, he wanted to have sex with with
0: Brenda. Well, like I I didn't get the impression that that was like truly a compliment. That was more of a I'm having a power you know moment where like I'm gonna make you. No, because... He, it's he's, a very
1: clinical term. I'm having a power moment. <laughs> Stop. No, I mean, he says... It's the power moment brought to you by
0: you're Charles Manson. You're kind of cute. And then, don't you say thank you when people give you a compliment? That wasn't a compliment. That was him, like, fucking with her head and, and kind of, in a way, being threatening, very subtly, but subtly threatening, that he could, like, rape her right now. Yeah, yeah. When a guy with a gun's like, hey, you're kind of pretty, that's like, you know, deliverance when the guy's like, hey, you got a pretty mouth, okay? You don't want to hear it from the guy from the gun, with the gun. Yeah, that's true. So then he tells her to lay down and start counting.
1: I'd much rather get my math notes from a guy with a gun. What (laughs) what do you want to hear from a guy with a gun?
0: No bullets. (laughs) Sorry.
1: This is a prop.
0: I am hunting. Not people. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'd love, if somebody came up to you on the street and said, I'm, like, someone just walked up to you on the street and like leaned in and, and whispered in your ear, I'm hunting, not people. That would make you feel safe.
0: <laughs> I'm saying if they had a gun and that was what they said to me, I would feel safer. Okay. If a random person walks up and whispers "Had to me, no, I will be running.
1: But if they've got a gun, you're cool.
0: <laughs> you you have the equi- You have the
1: equipment. Sorry. <laughs> I would have thought you were crazy if you were unarmed. But now that I know you have a weapon, we're good.
0: Well, what do you want to hear from a person with a gun?
1: Nothing. <laughs> I don't want to face a human being with a gun.
0: Right. And while this is happening, like we said, Brandon and Dylan are in the back taking care of the recycling, playing a fucking, like, what, like, catch or, like... I don't
1: know. They're grab-assing.
0: <sighs> they're messing around back there. And at one point, Dylan goes...
1: They're throwing tuna cans at each <sighs> other.
0: Dylan's like, hey, did you hear something? And they pause, and you think they're going to go and, like, help her. And then they're like, nah. And they just go back to what they're doing.
1: But when does this... So this is after the guy leaves. He says, "Do you hear something?" It's after she starts counting. Mm, yeah. Because I thought maybe he was hearing her counting, but I, I also wasn't sure if maybe it was like a, a weird nonlinear time thing. It could have been where what we were watching them doing outside was happening concurrently with the robbery inside. I guess I don't know. They didn't it if they wanted to do it that way. They should have edited it differently. But
0: yeah. Well, and I thought maybe they were just hearing him leave too.
1: Like That's way. possible,
0: and apparently he was
1: walking up to somebody on the street, saying,
0: "I'm hunting, not people." <laughs> you got a pretty mouth. Um, <laughs> no, so apparently. Do you think Brenda
1: would be upset if she heard that? If she heard him say that to somebody else, relieved or upset? She'd be like, "Hey, I thought you thought I was pretty." Relieved. You just, you just say that to everybody.
0: I w- I think she would be relieved.
1: All right. She you don't think that later, in, in later years, when she looks back on this event, she'll be like, well, at least he gave me a compliment, though.
0: No. All right. No, I'm sure that's why she wanted to frickin' shower a hundred times later. Yeah. Because cause he said she was pretty. Ugh. And he was all sweaty.
1: She did look good in this episode.
0: <laughs> she did. And and this was one episode where Brenda did not annoy me, either. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Crime victim. That's that's her sweet spot as a character.
0: <laughs> oh goodness. So of course, you know, they come in, they find her counting on the ground and call the police and Nat's there and her parents come and she says she's fine, and everybody just believes she's fine when like like you said it's obvious that she wasn't.
1: And why would she be?
0: Right. Of course she's like gonna be shook. Anybody would be. Yeah. So.
1: No bueno.
0: <laughs> right. And then, oh, oh, he stole her purse.
1: Yeah, nice. <laughs> that was. <laughs> we were watching it. They they had come home from the crime scene and Mr. Walsh, Jim, is like, now ah, we'll change the locks in the morning. <laughs> and Carol goes, oh, hell no. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'd be I'd be going to a hotel or something. There's no way. I I think that was really irresponsible.
1: I agree. You don't like they don't have a gun for protection in their house. What are they going to do if he if he decides to show up? Now, it turns out Dylan was right. And that is what makes the most sense that he just took the money and then ditched the purse. Didn't even look at the I.D. Doesn't care. Why would he?
0: Well, he did say she was pretty. Yeah. So, I mean, he could have been nuts and like ready to stalk her and stuff.
1: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he he certainly hasn't uh, earned himself the benefit of the doubt with his behavior. So
0: far. <laughs> right.
1: Sir, you are not above board.
0: So they give her Mr. Pony. Yeah. Which is a, that's the name of this episode, Meet Mr.
1: Pony. Meeting Mr. Pony.
0: Meeting Mr. Pony. So they give her <laughs> her stuffed pony from when she was a little girl. Because mm. apparently she used to ride horses, and one day, a horse that she used to ride on all the time and loved got stung by a bee, and took off running, and she fell down, and she didn't want to ride the horse anymore. So they got her this stuffed horse that made her feel better, and then she continued riding horses. Do
1: do horses get stung by bees?
0: Well, I don't. Doesn't any living thing get stung by a bee? I mean, I, don't I mean, think I guess it, immune.
1: I guess. It, yeah. You mean horses don't have an anti-bee shield, <laughs> right? I thought so. No, it just—it seems like you don't really hear of bees stinging anything other than people very much. I mean, I guess dogs yeah, every once dog in a while stung maybe because it was nosing in a hive, though, right? Yeah. yeah. So in that situation, sure, and maybe bears get you know stung sometimes if they're trying to get into a hive or whatever. But just walking around. Like a horse just trotting. You wouldn't think a bee would just, like, a bee was just, like, fuck that horse.
0: <laughs> well, think about it. Bees sting when they feel that the hive is in danger. Right. What if it stepped on their hive? Like, what if it was eh, a ground nest? Maybe,
1: maybe. That's a possibility. So. It just seems unlikely.
0: Yeah. I mean, it probably was unlikely, but it, apparently it happened. So.
1: Well, they wrote that it happened.
0: <laughs> right. So everybody's talking about how brave she is and how strong she is and talking about how she got right back on that horse when that happened. Mm -hmm. So, of course, she's feeling all this pressure. Of course. To maintain and act like everything's cool. Mm -hmm. But she's having nightmares.
1: Yeah. She's thinking about this dude all the time.
0: Yeah. It starts out with just nightmares. And then it's like even during the day.
1: Then he enters the real world like Freddy Krueger.
0: Right? (laughs) Yeah, even during the day, she's, like, having times where she's, like, hearing this bell ding, dinged when he came in, or, like, Dylan kissed her, and that reminded her of him kissing her right before the guy came in. There's, like, all these little things that happen.
1: She imagines them coming in when he's still there, and they, and he fucking fires on him.
0: Well, that happens when she insists on going to take her midterm, even though Mm. she has been up all night long.
1: Yeah, Cleaning, rearranging her so, room. supposedly and, cleaning a room, but it looks like a tornado hit it yeah
0: and uh she ends up God, this would be so embarrassing. she ends up screaming in the middle of the midterm like I didn't, I'm sorry,
1: I- Dylan, it's my <laughs> fault you're dead
0: yeah it was it was no good.
1: Dylan's sitting next to her was like i'm I'm fine what's going on
0: <laughs> yeah, she really lost it there
1: so she went to I don't know teen club or whatever it's called.
0: No. Um, she
1: goes to the, the where the police listen to you.
0: Oh, what? I don't know.
1: Some counseling thing.
0: They, no, yeah. The, a shrink. Yes, a shrink. It was like at a hospital. Oh, was not Yeah. It was like a real professional. It wasn't like the teen line or rep line or whatever Andrea works for. Mm-hmm. Andrea was the only one who was even kind of thinking Brenda might not be okay. Because right. you know, she's used to dealing with people who have problems. are crazy. Right? So... Then the group gets this stupid idea that they're all gonna gather at the house and wait for her to come home from therapy, because mm-hmm. like that's it's a supportive post, or something. A post-therapy
1: surprise party.
0: Oh my god, so dumb! Like she's just gonna be embarrassed that they all know she was at therapy. She walks It's from- a reverse
1: intervention. <laughs> We're all happy that you you've gotten help.
0: So when she walks in, they decide randomly, like quickly before she walks in, that they're going to pretend they were playing Scrabble. Mm -hmm. And they don't even get any real words on the fucking board, idiots. That's so stupid. Like, just like, I agree with Andrea. She's like, let's just tell her the truth that we're here because we care about her. Oh, no, we can't do that.
1: How about don't gather in her house like a bunch of creeps (laughs) in the
0: first place? (laughs) Right. And so then while she's dealing with that, Which she dealt with with a lot more grace than I would have. Mm -hmm. The phone rings and the police want her to come down and identify the guy from a lineup.
1: Yeah. Very unlikely that they would have caught the guy.
0: Yeah. They said they barely got any prints and she wasn't even able to give a very good description.
1: Yet every guy there looked pretty much identical. Right. I thought it was uh, quintuplets or something.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, they were all dressed the same and they all had long brown hair that was curly. But oh. they had different faces. They had different noses. That was the one thing, like I said, the one thing that stru- struck me about him was that he had a really big nose. Yeah. So, and that guy in the lineup had a big nose. He did. There were other guys with little noses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they they were more pretty than he was.
0: <laughs> right. With the big nose. <laughs> But she'd like, at first she doesn't even want to go down, which who can blame her? Like, she's really traumatized. She's having terrible flashbacks and Mm -hmm. nightmares and they're being really unsupportive.
1: Everyone's like, oh, you're going to let him do this to somebody else? Yeah. You fucking whore.
0: Yeah. And then she like yells at them all, which, you know, good for her. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, okay, let's just go do this. like yelling at her family made her stronger. I I don't really understand There's
1: another lesson out there for you ladies. Teenage <laughs> girls yelling at your parents makes you stronger.
0: <laughs> right? You wanna live, have sex, mm-hmm. you wanna get strong, yell. So she goes down, she identifies the guy, and then she asks the officer what's his name? And they said you don't need to know that, which I don't <laughs> think I don't think that, that would be the response. I, I'm pretty sure oh. you have the right to know the person that attacked you. No. No? No. What?
1: The accused has the rights because he's presumed innocent until found guilty, right? I mean, we know he did it. I guess he didn't look exactly the same to me from one shot to the next, but whatever. Anyway, so yeah, he has he has a he has a right. I mean, it's gonna you know get out in court and everything, what his name is and and all that stuff, but. Uh, I, I absolutely buy that, that a police officer wouldn't be like, oh, here's his name and his address. Do you want a list of his fears? Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure that they would not say that. Okay. He said, he said enough. He said what I think that they would say. He's a strung out 17 year old. You don't need to worry about him.
0: Yeah. So that seems to make her feel better.
1: He's only 17. That's my age.
0: Right? <laughs> Like, all of a sudden, this scary dude is no longer scary because he's actually a kid. Yeah. so Kid with a gun. And then she's like, I'm going to finally have a good night's sleep. Like, all her fucking problems are solved. Now, one therapy session, Mm -hmm. and the guy's behind bars, and
1: she's good. That's how post-traumatic stress works. (laughs) Right. Well, she has a stuffed animal, too, so she's
0: good. (laughs) Yeah, it would definitely take a little bit more than that.
1: I think Mr. Pony should have gotten more play in this episode. It was titled after him, and we barely saw him.
0: We did get to see a cute little uh, baby Brenda on a horse.
1: Yeah, getting uh, held up with a gun.
0: Yeah, that was creepy. Yeah, because the shrink's like, okay, picture your happy place, Mm -hmm. picture your safe place. And so she's picturing riding on this horse. And then the guy comes and just grabs her with the gun and everything. Yeah, Yeah, it's no good. No way. He's in my
1: safe place. (laughs) He's here. (laughs) <laughs> it really was like Nightmare. On Elm, it too. really
0: was. Oh poor Brenda. I really did feel bad for her. I, I honest to God I teared up a little bit. It was yes. it was a pretty emotional episode. You did.
1: I was surprised. <laughs> but you did. But there
0: was I mean there was just a lot of uh repetition.
1: Not much else going on in this episode other than everyone trying to cram for midterms.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was it really. It
1: was a very focused plot. Not a really an A story, B story, just kind of <laughs> focused on one thing.
0: I guess they felt like uh Brenda's trauma. Deserved all their time.
1: Yeah. Makes sense.
0: Yeah. Well, and, I mean, it was two-parter. I mean, it was, you know, the beginning when it's happening and the end when she's dealing with it.
1: Yeah. It wasn't a two-part episode, but. No, but I, was I know saying, what you're saying. Yeah.
0: It was segmented into an A and B story. Perhaps.
1: Yeah. Well, kind of, I guess. Yeah. So that is the, the episode for the week. Uh, if you've come with us this far, we ask <laughs> you just one little favor. Tell one person, pick one person out of your life. That you want to delight and tell one person about this show. Go up to them. If you have to have a gun, then you can. <laughs> oh my God. You can do that and say. No, no. You're, you're pretty. <laughs> I'm hunting, but not people. <laughs> and listen. Listen to the 90210 episodes. Yep. Tell them. Just tell them to listen to our show. Give them a tape.
0: Or, you know. Or, uh, you know. Whatever. T- what'd you say? Or force foursome, whatever.
1: With a gun. Yeah, that's what I want to hear from a person with a gun. (laughs) I'm rounding up listeners. (laughs) So you can also tell them to go to RetroLateFeed.com because you can listen to episodes there. We've got episodes digitized on the web just for you.
0: Because we are like super into the technology.
1: And you can send us messages through there or you can write us at LateFeed1994 at AOL.com. Do it. And don't re- don't forget our contest. We got about three weeks or so left in our contest. Yeah. We're giving away all the 90210 dolls. And- no, you want
0: them. You want a little tiny Dylan and a little tiny Brandon in your room. That's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. What would you do with a tiny Brandon and a tiny Dylan in your room?
0: <laughs> Unspeakable things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, on that note, we will see you next time. Bye.
0: Bye.